Welcome to Ice Flame. Join us on another Star Wars adventure. Punch it, Chewie. Welcome, welcome to another week of Ike's Flame, another episode. I'm super excited to be with you guys today and to share. And as I talk about um, here in December, we're kind of doing some random episodes, no theme here for December. Um, but today I'm super excited to bring on a couple of guests uh, to talk about Star Wars and to talk about, uh, specifically we're going to talk about the original trilogy um, and their experiences with that because um, not saying they're old but they're older than I am and uh, we will talk about that and discuss that and so as we get going um, let us I'm gonna introduce um, John um, he is a friend of mine from church um, that we met and uh, a friend of the family as well and so uh, would you like to introduce yourself John just say hi and hi this is John I'm excited to be here and ready to have a good conversation tonight. Awesome, yeah. Excited to have you. And, um, yeah, so John and then Stacy, who is, um, I'll let him tell you my relation to him, uh, and is with us as well. So, how are you doing, Stacy? I'm good, Isaac. Yes, I'm, I'm the proud father-in-law of Isaac and a good friend of John's for many years. So, yes. we're both pleased to be here today. Yes, so, yeah. Um, and part of the reason I thought it'd be fun to bring you guys on, um, so if I'm correct, you guys somewhat grew up together, right? Yes, and we did. Ran together yes. Yep. And probably experienced some of these Star Wars, and we might talk about Star Trek a little bit today, but those things together as well um, and growing up. So, um as we get going, um, kind of the first question I want both of you guys to answer is just kind of get to know you guys, the audience, like, hey, who, who are these guys, that sort of thing. And uh, first thing is, um, and we're going to dive directly into Star Wars related things, but um, why do you why do you guys like Star Wars? Um, what what is that pull for you guys, or why do you like it? For me, I think it was just you know an exciting. Um, An exciting movie, an exciting space drama, um, you know, off-world, just totally, you know, fantasy. And yeah. you know, as a as a kid, when it came out, I mean, that was the greatest thing in the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I agree. Uh, it's just an epic story, of, and good versus evil. I like John, the big sci-fi fan, anyway. Uh, like I was mentioning to you right before we started recording, really into Star Trek, the original series, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, back in the 70s, uh, watching the reruns every weekend. And um, then when Star Wars came out, I can remember when I first heard about it, I was uh, in junior high, and there's an article in our Scholastic magazine about this epic story coming out. Mm-hmm. And there's a picture of Carrie Fisher. And how could I not fall in love with <laughs> Carrie Fisher? I gotta see this movie. So again, so it's an epic story. It's it's uh, good versus evil. It's saving the princess. Who wouldn't want to save a princess? Absolutely. And then you had this great villain, Darth Vader, mm-hmm. and of course the uh, amazing special effects at the time. They looked real to us at the time. They, they sure did. <laughs> they sure did. They still do. They still do. I mean, it's held up very well. Yes. Um, yeah. That's awesome. So. Um, a little bit of kind of nostalgia for both of you and like growing up and that sort of thing. And so next question I want to ask you guys is, so 
when the original trilogy came out and all that, did you guys see? Did you guys see any of them in the theaters? Slash, when did you see the original trilogy? Yeah, they were, you know, in the theater. Because at that time, that was pretty much the only place you could see them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in the theater, um, waiting for them to come out, you know, their opening day or soon thereafter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure that, so Star Wars came out, what, May of 77, the original. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure I saw it this summer. Uh, and I, I, and I do remember as youth group, we saw it that fall because it, it ran forever. So we saw it in the theater. I saw it, like John said, that's where you saw movies when they came out. (laughs) Um, And uh, not far from us, uh, theaters that's now closed now, Avon Lake Theater. Okay. Uh, And at that time, it was still a large theater. Later on, it had become a multiplex. But at the time, it was had over a thousand seats. It was just a large (laughs) theater. And Star Wars, I can remember, played there. It must have been close to a year. Oh, wow. And I can remember the ad in the local Mary Chronicle Telegram just advertising for 26, the 26th consecutive week, Star Wars. <laughs> and it just, it, it was just phenomenal. I think I was, I was, I'm still surprised to think back to it, to how long the longevity of it yeah. playing in theaters. And that was not unusual. I mean, there are many communities throughout the country where it just played, just played for played, weeks played and weeks yeah. and yeah. weeks and months and months and months. And, and, you, and you would go see it over and yeah, over and yeah. over again. Yeah. yeah. I, no, that's interesting. So, just out of curiosity, like, a typical movie outside of Star Wars, like, do you have any reference for, like, how long that would be in theaters then versus... Not much different than today. Um, uh, typically, even even back in the seventies, a, a movie might play at a theater for two or three weeks. Maybe, maybe a movie like Jaws might be four, four or five, six okay. weeks, maybe. So Star Wars was certainly the outlier. So it was, it was definitely like, hey, this is awesome. This yeah. is a big movie. Yeah. Then yeah. we're gonna play this for a long yep. time, yeah. and mm-hmm. um, obviously, people were keeping to go see it and. They kept coming. You weren't making money off it. You weren't going to show it. So exactly. obviously, right. they were, yeah, they were making money off. So um, okay, I, I, I think that that's really interesting, just to like how long it was in theater um, and that sort of thing. So and then, did you guys ever see any of them together? I, maybe in the fall we did. That fall, I mean, the youth group went. I remember that. Mm-hmm. And you, you're just a few years that behind might have me, been John. before I got into youth yeah. group, but yeah. Uh, yeah, from our church. I don't know if we, uh, and maybe the maybe Return of the Jedi. Definitely, I'm sure we saw yeah. Return of the Jedi together. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. awesome. That's pretty cool. So, other thing I want to bring up, and I think I don't know if this was with John Stacy, but I I feel like, and this might have been Star Trek, not Star Wars, but. <laughs> Um, I feel like you, I remember you telling me a story about how you stayed in a theater. That was Star Trek, the motion picture. And boy, did I get in big trouble. Yeah. Was that with John or somebody else? No, that was with my cousin, Frank. Okay. Frank Jolly, if you're listening, I love you, you, dear cousin. Uh, Yeah, so Star Trek, the motion picture came out December of 79. And Frank and his uh, sister, my cousin, Joanne, came and we... I'm sure this was probably like March of 80, and it was playing at the North Ridgeville Theater. And yeah, we sat through two, maybe possibly three showings. 
Uh, my mom didn't realize that because she was there to pick us up after the first showing, and she just kind of waited for us out in the car after that, and she got back out to the car, and she goes, wow, I didn't know that movie was that long. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you telling me that. I'm like, yeah. That we sat there. I'm sure, I'm sure it was just twice, but yeah. again, so she sat out there in the car waiting for, for us for two, two and a half hours, probably. Because like, yeah. yeah. it was a long movie. It was over a two-hour movie. So. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, um, I can't remember. I wasn't sure. I think that was that one before, but, but that's good. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I was like, how do I bring that up? So, um, yeah, so in so as we kind of talked about the like, original trilogy and as that came out as you guys were kids and like you guys experienced that like experiencing in theaters and like also like what other things do you remember about kind of Star Wars and all that coming out during that time like like is there just anything distinctive that you guys remember whether it's toys or things like that definitely the toys I mean that was a big merchandising movie. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I remember going and looking and getting birthdays and Christmas and, oh yeah, yeah, that was, the toys was a big part of it. Yeah. I think that was part of his success, uh, that Lucas did is connecting with Kenner and making the, the, the figures and the, the, uh, spaceships and X-Wing fighters and everything, the lightsabers. I mean, it was just incredible. The toys, and that is something that has, another thing that has really surprised me and has contributed to the longevity of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I, you're going to learn some about me right now. <laughs> I was an assistant manager at a toy store. Uh, this would have been 1988, <coughs> uh, about, this was after I was out of college. And um, this, so, so again, this was 11 years after the original Star Wars had come out. And there were, we, we still had in this KB toy store a huge section mm-hmm. dedicated to Star Wars mer- merchandise. Mm-hmm. It just, yeah. So e, even between, so 88 was between the original uh, trilogy yeah. and the prequels, which came out many years even after that. But it, there was still this huge uh, fandom around Star Wars mm-hmm. even, even then. Yeah. yeah, that continuity and just like continuity and the, the merchandising, the toys yeah. have always been yeah. a huge part of it. Yeah, um, and I find that that's interesting. Is from my knowledge, like after Return of the Jedi, there really wasn't much Star Wars content at all no. until like the late '80s, and there were some books that came out. But besides that, like, so I mean. You're still making toys from a movie yeah. that's ten years old, so uh, yeah. that, that that's very mm-hmm. intriguing. Because um, Return of the Jedi that was eighty three, right? Eighty three, yes. Yeah, Seventy seven, eighty, and then eighty three. So yeah. you're talking it was five years even after the, the last one, so. the last movie, yeah. and they still have this huge collection, and, co- and they sold. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> always all the merchandise kept going out of the store. Yep, and I think like as I have done some of those podcasting and have talked to other people as well. And, I always find it interesting, like, talking to people more my age or people who wouldn't have seen them in theaters, like, them, what, their parents showing it to them or things like that. And, like, a lot of them remember, like, hey, this is the first time my parents showed me the A New Hope or whatever yeah. mm-hmm. and yep. those sorts of things. And so, like, I mean, you know, imagine there's kids in that time frame that are like, hey, I want to go buy these toys or have these toys for Christmas and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. So, yeah, that's interesting. So... Um, anything else with the, kind of the original trilogy and all that coming out that you guys remember? 
I think probably, you know, I think part of it, the benefit of when that came out was it, videotape was just starting to really, mm. home videotapes were mm. just really starting to come out. And I think mm. that was, you know, that was a timing thing that really, really helped the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and just being able to continue to, to watch them. Yeah. And, you know, that's part of what led to these, you know, these six years later, you know, huge sections of toy stores still having yeah. Star Wars yeah. Yeah. items. Yep. Yeah. De- definitely. Uh, the, the video is, yeah, because that was, that was what, early 80s when VCRs started to mm-hmm. uh, take hold. Uh, another piece, too, that I think with Star Wars success, obviously we talked about the special effects, uh, the, the type of story it was, but you've got to mention John Williams as the composer and yeah. the musical score. I mean, because it just grabs you right from the beginning. Yeah. You know, I, I, you can't imagine Star Wars without that distinctive yep. composition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that, like, I love that you bring that up because, like, John Williams has continued to do that for, like, all the way through prequels, sequels, yes. yes. and even all the new, like all the new, all the new stuff. stuff. I don't. I mean, I'm not sure how old he is. I think he's probably in his eighties now. But like, he's continuing to do all those, mm-hmm. and so it's like kind of crazy that like all that still had in place um, and that sort of thing. So, yeah. What what I get a, in the, what I get a kick out of with John Williams too is if you go back and remember Lost in Space. Yes. You watch the ending credits, music by Johnny Williams. <laughs> I did that's not him. know that, John. I've never caught that. Yep, that's, that's him. <laughs> that's that's funny. funny. That is funny. But, it, you know, I think, too, part of the part of the allure to Star Wars was, especially when the first, when New Hope came out, you know, we had just gone through the space age, the space mm-hmm. program, and, and the United States being on the moon. So uh, the the uh, the idea of a space story I yeah. think was very intriguing to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, like it was already that's kind of already on their minds in some mm-hmm. ways. It was, yep. And so it just kind of added a outlet to that to mm-hmm. think about it more. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. And I think this the incredible characters mm-hmm. that George Lucas was able to create. Yes. Um, I think all of us as young guys could identify with Luke right there at the beginning because yeah. here's this guy. He's he's stuck at home. He's yearning he to get out into the world. He wants to get out into the world and experience life and experience adventure. And he's frustrated. His uncle won't let him go. You know? yeah. And then you have um, again you got and what he did with CP three o CP three o and. <laughs> R2-D2, I mean, you got this banter going on, and one of them only beefs, but everybody's getting the joke. Like, you understand what's going on, exactly. Everybody's... Yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean, I can imagine, like, like now, like, we're used to that commonplace if you've been yeah. Star Wars at all. Yeah. How, like, some droid bantering and that sort of thing. <laughs> yes. But, like, I mean, that was probably hard to do initially, like, Hey, we're gonna do set up this joke, but only one one of these people are gonna speak. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. It's probably not yeah. easy to set up. Yeah, so, no. Uh, I mean, all, all the characters were relatable. Even yeah. even the the droids were relatable. Yeah. yeah. They had that personality and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, uh, two. I'm gonna ask two more questions. Um, 
one here. We'll, we'll have a couple more after that. But next two questions. Um, do you know what George Lucas uh, intentionally created Han Solo, <coughs> Han Solo character as? Like what type of being he was initially? Hmm. Before they drafted everything and filmed it. Well, he's kind of like a cowboy yeah. character. Kind of, you know, you gotta, doing okay. his own kind of thing. I know. I know. <laughs> so Han Solo was actually initially um, supposed to be a green frog alien. Then did not know that. Did not know that. And then Lucas changed it. Um, <laughs> so, a green frogged alien. Yeah. Hmm. type of thing so I don't know what that would have looked like but um, it might be good that he didn't do that uh, so yeah um, the other question I was going to ask you guys with that kind of along those same lines is like as you guys think about the original trilogy and all that like who and you mentioned like Luke and being relatable to like who was your like favorite character in the original trilogy that you're like oh, I look like that was, that was my character that I love to see on screen I, I like. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, Luke. I think is is a character that we could identify with when we were, we were that age. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been a fan of Obi Wan. Um, loved his lines. Loved Alec Guinness's portrayal of Obi Wan in A New Hope. Um, and I, I, I think the character Darth Vader. <laughs> Is going, to, going to the dark side. Going to the dark side, but just it—it's not not that it's relatable, but it was it was a fun character to watch. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I guess that's the way I would say I yeah. would say that. <laughs> yeah. For me, it was probably Han Solo. Mm. I think uh, just the you know kind of do what do what you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that age was a. Kind of a, a yeah. neat thing to watch, but I think the, I think R two and, and C three PO, you know, yeah, just their antics. And yeah, those those were those are very memorable characters. Yeah, and I'm glad that they've been in all everything. Everything. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. Um, so I just thought of this question. I wanted to. Um, I was like, I need to ask this. Um, so you guys saw these in theaters and that sort of thing. So. Between, I don't know what year it was when they ch- did the changes, um, but between the originals to when George Lucas went back and changed some things, like the Emperor and some other things that happened in there, like what is like the most the thing you remember most about the changes or like things that struck you the most or anything like that when they did those? I think one of the ones that irritates me the most is in the, in, in, uh, the cantina, where, you know, Han Solo dodges to the left to avoid the shot and then shoots. It, it, it just doesn't, it doesn't look right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand why he wanted to make that change, but from a visual, it does not look right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, and some of them have been subtle, some of the changes. Um I don't know. In fact, I, I, I've read some articles on them. I, I, I don't know that I've caught them all myself. Yeah. Yeah. But the one that stuck out the most to me and disappoints me to some degree is the very end of um, um, 
the last of the trilogies. The Return of the Jedi. The Return of the Jedi. The celebration scene with the Ewoks. Uh, they completely changed the music and they made this, they super extended it. To all other planets. To the other planets. And so when whenever I watch it now at home on uh, our video player it's like it's, it's not the same and in my in my mind I'm still playing the original Ewok music and seeing that celebration not the celebration that is on video now yeah but yeah the Cantanis the Cantanis scene's a big that's a popular one that people just have been like to pick, yeah pick out yeah pick on yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's interesting um I was just curious as I thought about that and because he's added graphics and stuff. He's added creatures, I yeah. guess, yes. in different scenes. Mm-hmm. and Yeah. Uh, so. Which, you know, I kind of understand because he probably wanted to put them in originally. But, but couldn't. But didn't have the, yeah, the, the either technology or the capacity, right. the Is budget the, to do it. Now that... They did that in the 90s, right? It was the late 90s when they did that? I don't remember. But... I mean, it's still 20, 25 years later. Yeah. Yeah. Later yeah. when they, you have the technology upgrade and all that to be able to mm-hmm. do some of those things. So I find that, yeah, that's interesting. Um, that's a great question because I'm sure all true Star Wars fans have their irritant about well, that. Well, I think for me, like, I didn't see them in theaters. Yeah. And even, like, when I was growing up watching them, they already had the changes. The cha- yeah, so that's like, what you were used to. For me, like, I've actually had to go back and, like, find some... Older, like I found some older VCRs and things like that growing mm-hmm. up to watch the old version, the original version. Just because yeah. uh, by the time I was around to watch them, they were already changed. So mm-hmm. I was just curious from a standpoint of somebody who saw them originally what that would be. So yeah, um, I find that very intriguing to hear some of that. I didn't even like some of those, like you even mentioned, like I didn't necessarily know. Um, and like I said, there's, I think there's so many of them, it's hard to even know. It's hard to know mm-hmm. all of them are, mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So, as, um, we're going to take a short break, and we'll come back with you guys and talk a little bit more with John and Stacy about Star Wars, and we're going to move a little bit more away from the originals to some of the sequels and prequels and hear what their thoughts are on those. So, we'll be right back with you. Awesome, we're back with you, and we are going to ask, the first question I'm going to ask these, and I think this actually came up, um, so uh, as we're recording this, uh, John and Stacey, they came over for dinner, and uh, that sort of thing, I think John mentioned, you guys mentioned this right before dinner, was, um, are you guys Star Wars, more Star Wars or Star Trek people? Um, and I thought John, I liked John's answer, and I think Stacey might agree with that, so I just want to hear your thoughts. I, I am totally both. Uh, I think you can be both. And I was explaining to somebody earlier that I have Star Wars ships and Star Trek ships on my Christmas tree. So you can definitely be both. Yeah. And I'm definitely both too. Um, I, I would say that I, I grew up with Star Like I said, I grew up with Star Trek, mm-hmm. watching that and recording it with my little cassette recorder next to yeah, the TV yeah. back in the 70s. Uh, but, and, and have loved the Star Trek movies, but certainly have loved the Star Wars mm-hmm. movies as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, and I was just curious because for, for me, I've, uh, I haven't seen too many Star Trek movies, but they're, 
there's a lot there's a lot of differences between them to make it where mm-hmm. that's not exactly the same story and the right. same well, the same right. effects and all that goes on with that. Yeah, Star Wars happened a long time ago when it actually far <laughs> exactly. Far away. They even set it up that way. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, Star Trek's all in the future. Yes. <laughs> so um, as we. Um, so yeah, I was just curious with that, and I know you guys mentioned that earlier. So, have you guys? The next question, um, more of a yes or no question. Have you guys seen all of the other movies? Yes. Yes. I have seen, uh, and, and I will admit to our listeners, I've just now seen all the prequels okay. this year, um, and saw the the most recent three. So when they were released, yeah. The th- most recent trilogy. I've seen Han Solo, okay. but I've not seen any of the other Star Wars movies that have okay. been released. Have you seen Rogue One? I have not. Oh, I'm wow. embarrassed to say. We need, yeah, we, you need to watch that. Let's um, watch it together. Let's uh, let's the three of us watch it together. We'll yeah. make a date. Yeah. Have you so, John? Have you seen like? Have you seen all the trilogies? I've seen all the trilogies. I've seen Rogue One. Okay. Um, I've seen Han Solo. Okay. And that's all the movies. So yeah, yeah. So you guys have seen all the movies from that standpoint. Um, yeah, we'll definitely have to watch Rogue One because <laughs> I don't know if John agrees with me, but I feel like Rogue One's like definitely up there for one of the better Star Wars movies I would agree. ever made. I would agree. Um, wow. Like even with the original trilogy and all that. So we'll definitely have to watch that sometime, Stacey. Um, so I, I think I think it's the same type of. Um, for lack of a better term, feeling uh, to New Hope. Yeah, it has that like original trilogy yeah, feeling yes. to it. So yeah, you'd like it. So yeah, we'll have to watch that sometime. But um, so with that said, um, what are do you guys? We'll start with the prequels. So episodes one to three. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts on the prequels? Do you like the prequels? Um, I know there can be a lot of mixed opinions on that. I thought they were good. I thought he, I thought they did a good job of setting things up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know there's a, there's a lot of negative things said about it, but you know, it it wasn't the original trilogy. Yeah. Um, and you know, so I think you have to go into it knowing that and yeah. not have that expectation. That, yeah. So, but yeah, I, I think they did a good job of setting things up. Yeah. I enjoyed them. Uh, like I said, I just recent, recently saw them. I'm embarrassed to say, only because of different stages of life that we find mm-hmm. ourselves yeah. in. Uh, but I really did like the last of the trilogy, the, the prequels, uh, with uh, seeing how Vader became Vader. Yeah. yeah, that was very well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, yeah, I, I mean, I liked them as well and uh, enjoyed mm-hmm. them. And for me, I have a little bit more nostalgia with them because they're the ones that. I grew, grew up, up with, with yeah, um, right, and that sort of thing. So, but um, I just want to hear your thoughts on this. And I think you, I think you speak to something, John. And I think a lot of people talked about with Star Wars at times is there's a lot of like moving about the timeline mm-hmm. when they're creating stuff, and sometimes it's hard to do something before it or in the middle of something and make it really good. Right. And so I think that's like, sometimes I was like, okay, I'll give them a little bit of grace as they're making this because it's probably not easy to necessarily make that happen all the time. So, um, <clears throat> with that, um, what were your guys' thoughts on the sequels? I loved them. All, all three of them. I thought yeah. they were all very well done. 
J.J. Uh, Abrams is an incredible director. Mm-hmm. I, I thought the two that he did of the three uh, were <coughs> superb. Uh, and, and, but the second, the second one too, it's also very good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I wouldn't discount that at all. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I thought they were very well done. It was, uh, it was good to see more focused on a stronger female lead in that mm-hmm. and I think that helped to open the franchise up yeah to to more people yeah, yeah the character Ray was was great yeah, yeah. and, and I, I that, developed yeah so yeah and I that's I like to brought that up John because I know I've talked to um some ladies that were <laughs> Star Wars fans and things like that and they're like like growing up we had Leia but she even wasn't necessarily the main main character right. but like now we have I mean you have Ray and then in some of the other like uh, shows and things like that there's some other characters that are like oh I can like look up to that character as a female yeah. mm-hmm. and that's what they say so, yeah I think that's a one great thing they did do with the sequel specifically because that's really the first time they put it into movie um, outside of the shows and that sort of thing so yeah um, definitely with that and then, um, what I said, like, so you guys have seen most of the movies and all that. Outside of the movies, have what Star Wars content have you guys taken in or kept up with, um, or anything of that nature? Um, I've seen, I've watched some of the uh, series. Okay. Um, I think Obi Wan has been probably the favorite out of the ones I've seen mm-hmm. so far. Um, I have read. Not so much lately, but late '80s, early '90s, I was reading some of the books. I okay. I read the Grand Admiral, the Throne, the Throne the trilogy. Thrawn trilogy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Not so much. Not so I'm much. sorry to say that's that. All right. That's, that's all right. <laughs> I'm really not a fake fan. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Well, I also think it's interesting because, like, some people. I mean, and that's one thing you find, like, as like, there's a lot of people that like. Love to read the books, but mm-hmm. haven't watched shows or much, or yeah. watch shows and don't right. read the books, or really are just love the movies and that sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it depends on what you want to get into, and there's so many options um, that it's there's a lot of opportunities to do it, and there's also like oh, I just want to watch movies and enjoy this, and that's yeah. good as well. So I have to catch up. There's a lot of, yeah, and I think that's the other thing. It's like, I don't think you'll ever catch up. It's a hard task. It's a hard task. Um, I feel like I'm currently working on it. I'm slowly making progress. But, um, yeah, so I think that's also just interesting. So as we kind of come more to a close here with our talk and conversation with this, like, is there anything else you guys would like, you know, want to mention this or talk about? Uh, sort of topic with Star Wars or anything of that nature. I would just say, you know, in in regards to the um, sequels, and and I don't mean this in a bad way, but it was hard for me to watch those three original main characters get killed off or die off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Han, Luke, Leia. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And again, I don't mean it in a bad way. Yeah. It was just like, uh, it was, it was hard to, it was yeah. hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I would agree with that, 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 that was tough. Uh, and I think what's interesting when you, when you see Star Wars overall, there, the, the underlying message is one of hope and optimism. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it, it, regardless of what forces might be out there trying to put people under suppression mm-hmm. or even dictatorships. Yeah. So you see a lot of political overtones, even with what we're facing today in the world, yeah. when you see what's yeah. going on in the world. Yeah. And it kind of inspires you to think, you know what? Yes, good will triumph over evil. And I'm going to relate back to you for a moment, John, because um, when we when we saw that last, uh, the, the last episode of the sequels, um, and Ray is there at un- Uncle Owen's, uh, farm mm-hmm. yeah. and bearing the lightsaber, I got a tear in my eye. It was very emotional for me <laughs> because it had come full circle. It was full, yeah, definitely full circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah definitely. Um, yeah, and I, yeah, I think it's, um, I think it's interesting. I find it interesting because there is a lot of mixed opinions on the sequels. Uh, it sounds like both of you guys really like the sequels, definitely. Um, and so I find that interesting as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and <clears throat> And like you mentioned, John, like there's a little bit of nostalgia with it, with like dying <laughs> off and the lightsabers and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, as Ray buries those and all that happens with that, I find that interesting um, as well. So, and I guess my understanding is that that's it, right? There's not going to be a sequel to the sequel, so to so to speak. I think no. So I think that's the end of what. So they're saying is like the Skywalker saga the Cy- so, Skywalker saga which is the nine movies mm-hmm. and then I think the, there are I think plans for other movies but I don't know it won't be directly focused on that mm-hmm. and it may be on a different mm-hmm. timeline of yeah. everything going on mm-hmm. as well so um, yeah. I guess I, I am glad that uh, it was sold to Disney the rights were sold to Disney because I think Disney will be a good steward of Star mm-hmm. Wars I certainly yeah. hope so yeah mm-hmm. Do you have any thoughts on that, John? Disney taking over Star Wars? Um, I'm glad they got to incorporate it into their theme park. <laughs> <laughs> I think they did a really nice job yeah, at that. Yeah, yeah. We haven't seen that yet. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, I, and that's one thing. Like, I hear a lot of Star Wars fans talk about, like, yeah, go see Galaxy's Edge and all that they have there and that sort of thing. So it was it was impressive. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so, and I, yeah, I think Disney, I think the biggest thing I'm glad with Disney is, like, Disney at least has the capability to continue yes. making content. Yeah, yeah, yeah they have the resources. That's what I mean by that. Yeah, they do have the resources. I mean, depending on who you sold it to, you may not, they might not have the amount of resources that they have, um, and that sort of thing. So, as we end, um, here, I'm going to give you guys a chance, if you want, you don't have to, um, do you guys have any questions you want to ask me? You are the star. I, I'd be curious, Isaac, because you are such a Star Wars expert of those nine original, uh, the, the Star Wars, the mm-hmm. Skywalker saga, yeah. those nine episodes. Which one is your favorite? <coughs> um, I'd probably have to say, for me, I think my favorite movie is Return of the Jedi. Um, I think mm-hmm. my, me and my. I really like Return of the uh, Revenge of the Sith as well, which is the third episode. And part of part of that is just like that was actually the first movie I saw in theaters um, as a kid, and so that like, having that nostalgia, which we've talked about with you guys, yeah. with like the original trilogy. Yeah. So like definitely between those two for me, just because that is the ones that 
I mean, the that third episode really strikes me as that mm-hmm. one that really got me into Star Wars um, okay. and enjoying that. So, from that standpoint, that would be yeah, that'd be my answer for that. What's your question for Isaac John? I don't know. What's your favorite Star Wars movie? Ask I'll ask John now. Uh, the nine. Probably Empire Strikes Back. And when you said that, Isaac, and now you're saying it, <laughs> of the original trilogy, that was my favorite, and still favorite. remains yeah. my favorite. Uh, uh, it's 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 quintessential in every way for Star Wars. I yeah. mean, they all they all are. I mean, they, yeah. I, yeah. I, I like all nine of them, but of uh, the original trilogy, that was always my favorite. Awesome. Yeah, well, I have um, really enjoyed you guys coming on and talking, and uh, I've learned some things, too, um, here talking from you guys, and that was my hope was that um, just learn some things about, like, when the original trilogy come out, and, like, I think probably one of the things I found most interesting that you guys talked about was, like, how long Star Wars, the original Star Wars stayed in the theater, um, and, like, that, I mean, like that, that would never happen today, especially with all our... Streaming, streaming and DVDs and all that yeah, stuff yeah. like that would never happen. Yeah, we'll never see that again. Um, <laughs> but I just find that really cool. Um, like it was a big deal. Um, it was a huge deal. So yeah, that was a huge deal. Cool. So, um, so yeah, thank you guys for coming on, and it's been a lot of fun to have you. And I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. It's been fun. Yeah, it really has been. I appreciate you having us on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's been. Awesome. Thank you for inviting us, Isaac. Yes, definitely. Um, so. That's uh, our episode for today, and I hope you guys, our listeners, have enjoyed um, this episode as we talked about a lot about the original trilogy and getting some people on that experience that when that was coming out. Um, I, I always find that fun when I can talk to people like that uh, about that. So, um, as we always like to say here on x like the fire. Have a great week. <laughs>